Hey everyone, welcome back to the True Blue Podcast. I'm your host, Zachary Sicardi. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Podcast True Blue. Thanks for joining me for episode 14, session 14. It's been a couple weeks since I have recorded. Um, honestly, just been real depressed. You know, it's funny, this is about self care, this podcast, amongst other things, poetry, music. And I'm trying my best to um, sort of work through my depression with these with these things, the podcast, my self-care, my push-ups, my fucking my connection with friends and um, music and all this shit. But sometimes it just gets tough on your boy and I need some time to regroup. Uh, what's important, though, is that I'm here tonight and then I'm, I'm, you know, doing the podcast and stuff. Nothing too hardcore, just, you know, your average depression with all bullshit going on and, you know, just some other things happening. But I'm feeling good today. I've been, you know, um, taking care of myself throughout that. Like, I'm not, like, in a real bad spot or anything. Uh, just, you know, the normal blues and all that pepperoni. Um but yeah, it's it's really interesting, like just like, you know, you you have a, like an understanding of like how to take care of yourself, the things you need to do to sort of stay ahead of things and um, to just, you know, love yourself and all this shit. And sometimes it's just tough to do. It's tough to put together. It's tough to. Geez, I don't know, feel motivated, maybe. My therapist was telling me that sometimes motivation isn't really the best route. You have to go to accountability. Motivation really isn't going to do it. And I kind of like that because, like, if you think about accountability, it's like, you know, maybe you promised to meet someone or, you know, you you told someone, you know, that you're close to or whatever that, hey, tomorrow I'm going to start this habit or I'm going to, you know, try to not do this or whatever. Um, It's really interesting. You know, I look over and I see my dog and uh, she peed on the couch this week. Oh, man, that bummed me the fuck out. I just got my new couch. I won a bunch of money at the beginning of the year from fantasy football. So I bought myself a nice couch and my dog peed on it. Talk about depression. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Talk about depression. Oh, my God. I was so I'm working from home. My dog was like all over, you know, going crazy. And I didn't think of it. It was the end of my shift, and then I, you know, I finished. And I went to use my restroom, and I saw a little poop in the hallway. And the poop, it's funny. It doesn't, you know, poop is no big deal. It's the piss, because that's the motherfucker to try to clean up. So, uh, yeah, she peed on my couch. It was made me all sad. But I got some white fucking vinegar and soap and water and got a spray bottle, and I've been, you know, taking care of it and all that shit. Um... So I don't have kids. I never had a little brother. Well, I should say I never had a little brother until I was in my 20s. And that's a long story. But um, And then, uh, yeah, never really had pets or whatever that I had to take care of. So it's just sort of, I guess, a funny lesson for me, you know, to uh, just kind of breathe and take it easy and shit. And then learn how to clean things up and be domestic and all that stuff. It's funny, as I'm telling you this story, my dog is coming over to me and, like, awkwardly laying next to me. I tell you, like, without her, this whole pepperoni virus quarantine thing would be quite a struggle. And I really hope that for those of, li- for, for those of you listening that you have something like this, 
family member, a husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, a child, a fucking dog, a bird, anything, a Bible, anything to like really keep you keep you connected and keep you feeling feeling those positive vibes. So hey, I thought on this show I would talk a little bit about cannabis. Good old marijuana, marijuana. You know, I was originally going to try to do the show around 4:20, but you know, you smoke a little weed and you just put things off, you know, right? All right. So yeah, so here I am uh, doing a couple days after. Um, I mean, things are just crazy with how this how this year has been, so I thought this might be a good time to talk about a little bit of marijuana um, and just some of the things about it and my history with it and some of the, you know, some of the positive shit. And then, of course, I'll share some music and then some poetry. Um, so just to give you a little rundown of what I'm going to cover. <clears throat> so just uh, a recap since we last spoke. Uh, I want to say happy late belated 420. <laughs> so the thing with 420, it's a big pot smoking day. See, I love themed days. I love themed, like, like fucking um, uh, Halloween. I love that shit, you know? I love, like, I play the Misfits. I play Sam Hain, Typo Negative. Like, it's all themed, you know what I mean? Um, and that's kind of partly what I love about 420. All the marijuana music, all the Cypress Hill, all the Bob Marley, all the music that you personally like to listen to, smoking weed and... You know, or makes you think of it, or makes you think of a time that you did smoke weed, or whatever. Um, I just dig it. Um, so, I guess I celebrated, smoked weed, and I mean, I I'm very grateful because I live here in New Mexico, and we have a a cannabis program that I've been enrolled in for like six years. So very grateful that I have the uh, the ability to purchase cannabis legally and get it safe, and it's really nice quality. Um, so very, very grateful for that. That's one thing I, I definitely was thinking about on 420. And then, you know, all the music and all the movies and all this shit. Uh, I have a friend who whose birthday is on, four, on 420. Shout out to my friend Bridget. Um, so I always, you know, uh, shout her out on 420. So that's cool. Um, but, yeah, it was, it was you know, it, it's... Just one of those days, you know, that is just sort of nice to just chill. Um, so, yeah, it was it was cool. hope you guys had a nice 420, whether you're a marijuana smoker or not. Um, I hope that if you're not a marijuana smoker, that you'll at least keep an open mind to some of the things that I'm sharing. Because I know it's not for everyone. Um, and that's totally cool. You know, I'm all about that. So, yeah, I talked last uh, last podcast. I talked about how I'm seeing all these people take pictures on Instagram and social media with their masks on. Oh, God. And it hasn't stopped. <laughs> it's been like two and a half weeks since I've done a podcast, and it hasn't stopped. And, you know, that's how people are. I don't expect it to. I don't, you know, any of that shit. But, man, is it wiggity. Just people are just so into themselves. Like, look at me and my mask. Oh, look. Hey, look. Look, my turn. Look, it's me and my... Uh, just, I don't know. It's like, oh, God. You're so insufferable. Uh, yeah, so that's that's pretty whack. Uh, I did want to share. I am debt free. I'm pretty excited. I had just a couple credit cards. I had a um, you know, not a crazy high balance, but a couple hundred dollars. Um, so I paid off all that shit. I paid off probably like two months, well, probably like a month ago now, and it feels great. It really does. I wasn't that much in debt at all. Again, it was just a couple credit cards, but just that fucking feeling. You know what I mean? That feeling of like I owe someone money. Ugh, God, you know. Uh. So it. 
it felt really good, very liberating to just pay off my debt and, you know, just be done with it. Um, so I'm happy to celebrate that. And I got my my Trump money, that stimulus. Um, I was fortunate enough to be able to pay off my credit cards before that. So with that came in, which is such a blessing. And I hope that whoever's listening is getting the utmost. I hope they're getting their stimulus and unemployment and all that shit. You know, all that shit. I'm fortunate enough to be able to still work. So getting the stimulus is just um, a blessing for me to be able to save, for me to be able to just, um, you know, have a little extra money for whatever. So that's uh, that's been that's been good. One thing I can say, and I'm very grateful for this, that through all this pepperoni virus, it's like my finances are doing great. You know, it's just getting better and better. I mean, it definitely helps that I can't go out and spend money. <laughs> you know, Amazon is, you know, I can only do so much. But so, yeah, really happy about that. And I just hope everyone, again, is getting all of their benefits and all that shit. Um, so that's that's real cool. And so, hey, I wanted to tell you about the NFL draft. I'm really into football. I love football. And I play fantasy football. Really into that. Really, really into that. And uh, the NFL draft happened. And that's very exciting because in fantasy football, the players who are rookies get drafted. They get drafted to their teams. And uh, you know what team they're on. And it gives you a better idea of their strengths, weaknesses, their um, sort of the team outlook. And it's, it just uh, it helps you rank them and helps you get a better understanding of sort of um, their opportunities. So once the once these players get get drafted, it really helps um, with the landscape of fantasy football. So that was so fucking fun. Let me tell you guys, so fun. I fucking loved it. I loved it so much. And it's so cool to know where these players are all like on what teams they're on. Because I play a form of fantasy football called Dynasty. And pretty much it's just where you keep all your players. If you don't know about fantasy football and this makes no sense to you at all, it's okay. I won't talk about it for too much longer. But there's a a type of fantasy football where you uh, keep all your players. Typically the most popular one is you draft a new team every year but in this format you keep all your players so you're paying attention to the rookie class to you know what teams draft them and so on so that's just so fucking fun and then here in may are when all those dynasty leagues do their rookie drafts so i've been doing my my research for about a month or two now so now that i know what teams all these players are on it just helps fill in some of the blanks And let me tell you guys, when it comes to the hobbies and shit, I fucking love fantasy football. I fucking love it. Let me tell you a couple quick things that I love about it. One of the things that I love about it is it engages you with your fucking friends. I'm in all these leagues, and in leagues there's usually 10 or 12 people. And I have friends from New Jersey. uh, You know, I've made friends from fucking all over the world, Switzerland, Indiana, like all over the place. It's it's really cool. Typically, you play with your friends, but you know it's such a strong verse between social media and everything. You definitely meet a lot of cool people doing it. Um, so that's one of the things I love about it, and it just gives you something to kind of get into during the football season. If you're a Jet fan or if your team sucks, it's nice to have a fantasy football team to kind of uh, have some fun with. And it's just so it's just so fucking fun. If you're thinking about it or anything, I strongly suggest it. If you have any questions, I love talking about it, so feel free to hit me up anytime with any uh, fantasy football questions. Another thing I did want to mention is I wrote my neighbor a letter. My neighbor from New Jersey. Um, his name is Mr. Pikett. Such an awesome dude. He, um, 
he's lived next door to us forever, like since I was alive and before then. And uh, we used to write letters to each other probably a couple years ago, maybe like four years ago. And uh, about a month or so ago, I went through this bin, you know, and found a bunch of old cards and flyers and stickers, and I found our letters. So it was really cool. I felt really good about that. It was kind of in that category of things I was putting off. And dear Mr. Pikett, he's a, he's an older man, so I want to make sure I'm, you know, I'm not being, um, you know, I'm not letting my time kind of slip by. So that was really cool. It was really cool to write him a letter and just connect. Um, something that, you know, with all this fucking time that I'm glad I was able to do, um, it's really important, you know, and I encourage anyone to, you don't have to write a letter, but just to connect with somebody, someone who maybe you haven't talked to in a long time, you know, could be an old neighbor, an old friend, anything like that. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. You know, maybe you send them a song that you guys liked, or maybe you do anything, a joke, a YouTube clip. It's cool, though. It's really important to to connect with folks, especially older folks. Let me highlight that. If you have any older folks in your in your life, I mean, just think about all the shit you've gone through. And then add 20 fucking years or 30 years to that and all the shit that, you know, your parents or your neighbor or whoever the fuck has, has gone through. It's kind of wild when you think about it. So it's, you know, really cool to connect with those folks, those older folks. And the uh, last thing I guess that I wanted to mention, at least this is what I... I I wrote for my since we last spoke uh, section is just keeping a calm attitude with things and trying to be flexible with all this shit going on. I've had a lot of anxiety going to the grocery store because, you know, you hear all this shit, people with the toilet paper and all the goods and the water and this shit. And uh, I was really, really nervous. You know, I thought about ordering groceries, but um, the like, Available times were like a week down the line and I needed stuff like, you know, sooner. So I went this week and it was actually really great. I got all the shit I needed. All the shit I needed. I couldn't believe it. I got all my fucking, my salmon. I did buy toilet paper and I found plenty of it. Like plenty of it. Um, water, got all my, got my water, fucking vegetables, my proteins, my bananas. So... I just am really grateful that like I was able to get that done and then just kind of going into it with a positive attitude. I, I shared with coworkers and friends about my anxiety about it and they were like, ah, you'll be fine. You know, just this, this and that. And everyone offered, you know, a couple people offered up some really cool um, positive things for me. So just like, you know, knowing you don't have to do things alone, even go to the grocery store. You can involve your friends and coworkers and share those anxieties. So it doesn't have to be so scary. So, yeah, I was really, really pumped on that. Just peace of mind, you know, getting all that shit. You know what I mean? Saying what I'm saying? All right, so here we are. I'm going to talk about the self-care tip of the week. Really just going to talk a little bit about marijuana. I'm going to give you some of my history with it. Um, I have a couple benefits. You know, uh, some of these may be obvious. I don't really want to touch on those. Um, And I did have a little section of the effects of marijuana in music that I wanted to kind of talk about. I thought it would be kind of cool. Um... So yeah, marijuana. So I guess a quick story with my introduction to it. Um, I was straight edge for a long time. So my uncle was an alcoholic and my sister dabbled in drugs. So I never, like I was always turned off to it. I saw how my uncle would behave when he was really drunk. And I saw how like much my mom would be stressing over my sister getting in trouble and all this shit. 
And I just thought, yeah, that's just not for me. I'm, you know, and I got into straight edge hardcore music, and that really gave me a place to go to feel like I wasn't alone. And, um, and I think that's fucking awesome. I love straight edge. I, I think it's such a positive thing. So yeah, I didn't smoke, drink nothing. Um, and I just sort of speed this up. I went to Ireland when I was 19. I had my first alcoholic drink. Um, I got wasted. It was, you know, whatever. And then I came back here to the States and my sister had given me a bag of weed to like sell or give to my friends like months ago. And I don't know. I was always fascinated with like looking at marijuana. I remember when I was a kid, my friends would smoke. They'd show me these little dime bags and I would look at marijuana and I'm like, this is the drug. And it was in such a small like fucking bag, like a little nickel or whatever, like such a small amount. I remember just being like, wow, this is marijuana. It was just so fascinating to me. So my sister gave me this. I kept it actually for months in this um, in this little tote that I kept like all my colognes in and shit. I love cologne. I don't know if it's being Italian or what, but as a kid, I mean even now, but especially as a kid, I got like, all these different kinds of cologne. So I kept it in there. So anyway, I'm back in the U.S. Um, from my trip to Europe, and we're, I'm hanging out with some homies, some friends, and I talked about having this dime bag, and they were like, hey, well, if you want to smoke, and then I thought, wow, this would be crazy, you know, I just drank, so I said, sure, and it was really weird going through it, but I thought, hey, you know, I'm, I'm kind of ready for this or whatever, and of course, we didn't get high, in fact, my friend could, could like, taste some of the cologne, <laughs> which was pretty funny. He, he was, like, joking about it being, like, you know, C, C, CKB or CK1, whatever the fuck the cologne I had was, like, flavor marijuana. And he was tripping that. He was, like, inhaling fumes and shit. It's kind of funny. But, yeah, I didn't get high the first time. Didn't get even high the second time. Probably was, like, the third or fourth time I actually, like, got the effects of smoking marijuana. But that first time was always kind of funny with the cologne toe with my friend's experience with, you know, getting the, the cologne fumes. Um, so yeah, just kind of an interesting history with it. And then, you know, it, it just became something that I, you know, would try every once in a while. Um, I really never became like a pothead where I smoked every day, probably until like 2000, like two, I went to California and smoked a lot of weed there with my friend. Um, yeah, probably, probably then. And then I started smoking a little bit more regularly, um, Sometimes every day, sometimes every, you know, a couple days, whatever. Um, so, yeah, it, uh, it it was just kind of an interesting introduction to it. I remember I went to New Orleans in 2003, right before Katrina with my friend. And I remember giving this dude some money to get us some weed, and then we lost him. And I felt like, you know, gypped and totally like, you know, like I got suckered or whatever. Just, you know. But then we saw him the next night. Like, we saw him on Bourbon Street the next night. And this dude smoked us out, like, definitely more than the $10 we originally gave him. So it was, it was kind of a funny story that we saw him, and then here we are smoking. We smoked on some steps in in New Orleans. And I'm pretty sure my friend who went on the trip with me it was his first time smoking ever. So kind of a, yeah, just a weird story. Uh, and then in 2014, kind of speeding up, I got my cannabis card here in New Mexico. And that changed everything, honestly. Um, just to be able to know what I'm getting, know so much of the, um, of the like history behind it to know the THC levels. And that's like the part of the cannabis plant that will be, you know, um, psychoactive. So no, 
knowing ultimately how how high this will get you or whatever, knowing the differences between indica and sativa, just knowing sort of like what they're for, what they're geared for, all the um, all the knowledge and education behind it, I think is great. And it really, it, you know, I got to say, it really even changed how I smoke marijuana, you know, not just to get high, not just to kind of like, you know, zone out. It really has like it really is something that I can say that has been such a, a benefit um, to my life, to my lifestyle. You know, I, I, I smoke marijuana in large part to anxiety, to PTSD. Um, sometimes I have wacky dreams and it really helps. You smoke a little weed before bedtime and you really don't like have crazy dreams or you don't even recall your dreams not all the time but most times um and that's been a real real positive thing for me um it definitely does help me settle you know and then all the other things you know you have a stomach ache or something like that you can there's a lot of information you can find to find the right strain of cannabis to smoke to help with those things and i think that's fucking awesome you know i really do and i i i'm just I'm very blessed to have uh, have my cannabis card and be able to purchase it and to be able to enjoy it. Um, yeah, so that's uh, that's a little bit of the history with, I guess, me and cannabis. Um, and, you know, it's funny, being a musician, being someone who loves music and poetry, I mean, you smoke a little weed, and, man, you're so hyper-focused. Your senses, everything is so, like you know, into it, you're, you're just really like listening to music, you know, like you're, you're, you're hearing things you never heard before. It's really fucking cool. I got to say that side of it. I absolutely love the connection with music. Oh my God. It's like the fucking best. And honestly, I've, I've experienced it sober. So I know like, it's not just like manufactured by cannabis. You know, I've, I've connected with music sober, um, you know, many many times you know so but with cannabis it just really i tell you it really brings out things it really kind of again you're hyper focused and it's so enjoyable for me to play music i mean i write poetry i you know with like um i'll sometimes i i did a i did a um a zine which is just like a little like you know pamphlet magazine of a couple of you know collage art things like that and just all the all the cool things that, you know, I mean, honestly, one of the things I love is just smoking with a friend, playing music, and just talking. Like, it's the best. So fucking simple. So simple. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to kind of mention that as well. Um, yeah, so just to go over a couple things that, you know, cannabis is definitely good for. Um, this I thought was interesting. It helps prevent Alzheimer's. So it says that THC is the active ingredient. It helps slow the progression of the Alzheimer's disease. Um, it helps slow, I guess, the for, the formation of this enzyme in your brain that, like, can kill brain cells, and it could then lead to Alzheimer's. So this, believe it or not, marijuana can help with that. And it's funny because usually marijuana, it's known for, you know, uh, you have a no short-term memory. Totally fucks with that. So I thought that was kind of interesting. I also heard, too, a little side note that if you know, like, another language that's also that can help prevent Alzheimer's because of how your brain has to, like, separate itself. So um, if you can speak a if you can speak a second language, if you know how to read music, if you know how to read maps, anything like that, that is sort of like another, like, I guess, training of your brain for an alphabet or something like that. 
um, to help prevent Alzheimer's. I thought that was kind of neat. Um, and then, you know, of course, it helps with PTSD. It helps decrease anxiety. Um, I mentioned earlier, it helps with eliminating nightmares, um, which is really, really helpful. Um, and, you know, obviously it, it, it's huge with, you know, helping out cancer patients going through chemo with nausea, vomiting, loss of appetite. Um, it can help reduce some of those side effects, you know what I mean? Um, which I think is great. Um, yeah, I mean, really just one of the, one of the great things about it. Um, yeah, it's, it's, you know, again, it's just, uh, really cool to do this like research and find out some of these things I already knew, but to kind of hone in on it is really neat. And to be here, share with everyone. Because, again, it's not for everyone. This may, this may not be the episode for everyone. You may not even be into smoking weed or cannabis or totally not your thing or you're against it. And that's cool. Everyone's different, you know. It's all good. It's all good. So, yeah. So, those are some of the things that, you know, that a lot of folks um, have it for. Um, I have a friend who has MS, and he's been on the cannabis program for – he's been in the cannabis program for quite some time, and it's made um, – made a lot of positive changes in his life and it, it's real cool really, really cool to see um so yeah so a couple of things i wanted to touch on with cannabis and with music and how they how they kind of connect um you know as i mentioned earlier it kind of helps with shifting your attention um you know especially more rapidly because sometimes when you're smoking you're you know you're sort of moving around a lot with your thoughts um and uh yeah it it it's interesting because it, it affects the the pleasure center of your brain, music, and so does cannabis. So they're sort of hanging out in the same same part of town and the same pizzeria, you know. And it just makes sense to hang out and have pizza together. So, you know, hopefully you didn't get lost in that uh, in that uh, analogy there. Um, but yeah, so it's one of the things that I was reading is it helps disrupt short term memory thrust which music listeners um, into the moment it helps them force them to focus on like each note each bass line each cymbal crash everything like that um, that's why sometimes it feels like sometimes when you're stoned it, like things are a little slower which I thought was really cool um, and it, you know I also wrote down here that um, you know that it, it does you know, with enhancing the experience um, it it will sort of especially i mean especially if you have headphones on it brings out more of the subtle subtle sounds and uh, music notes giving you like sort of more of a organic um, feel for the rhythm uh, really cool i mean seriously like reading up on some of this this is something that i've experienced many times over the years of you know, smoking cannabis and listening to music or playing music um, but really cool to kind of just find some of the stuff out talks about how marijuana is a mood enhancer and so is music so you know again when it's combined it's just like it's a it's a perfect marriage um and you know music as well as marijuana can help with relieving some negative um symptoms like anxiety paranoia um so like for instance if you're even if you're smoking a little weed and you're freaking out a little play some music chill the fuck out realize it's gonna be okay you know and allow it allow it's allow yourself to be high to enjoy it you know, we we smoke cannabis, um, you know, for many reasons, but, you know, just to enjoy it. If you if you smoke recreationally or, you know, if you like it here and there, whatever the case is, got to remember to enjoy things like in the moment. Don't be worried about, oh, I, I, I ate too much. I, you know, I, 
spent too much money. I, I stayed up late. All this shit. All these things that we think about. I'm not even talking about with, with, with cannabis, but just overall, like, just give yourself a break and enjoy it. Enjoy being alive right here and right now. So, yeah, so hopefully this um, touched a nerve with some of you. A little bit of my cannabis story, my feelings on it, some of the benefits, uh, some of the sort of the connections with music um, that I've, you know, experienced. And then just doing a little research, kind of confirming a lot of the um, a lot of the connections and the relationship between um you know, cannabis and music. So really cool shit. Hope you guys enjoyed that that section. All right, so now uh, I think I'll go to, let's do the song of the week. So, you know, since I've been out for about like two weeks, I'm going to do two songs. So why the fuck not, you know? Why the fuck not? First song I'm doing is by a band called The Magnetic Fields. The song is called The Sun Goes Down and the World Goes Dancing. Uh, it's on an album called 69 Love Songs. Uh, big fan of the Magnetic Fields. I love Morrissey. My friend Tom years ago made me a mix of the Magnetic Fields. Said, if you like Morrissey, you probably like this guy. And he made me this mix, and it's it's great. It's called the Super Mix, <laughs> and it's so good. You know, I'm a big fan of Magnetic Fields. I like their albums, but I always go back to the Super Mix. And I tell my friend all the time, like, I've had people make me mixes before, and I get into the band or whatever, or I, I pick, you know, it could be not just on one band, but a, a, just a mix of all different artists, and you, you know, you choose the bands that, you know, that you dig, and you, you find them out, um, and, you know, I, I listen to plenty of Magnetic Fields on CD, or, sorry, on their, I should say I listen to their albums, but I always go back to the super mix, just the arrangement of songs and the collection of them, just great, and this was... Um, this was the second song he put on there, um, and it's so it's such a good song, and I think it's it's important I share the song now because the sun goes down, the world goes dancing. We could all use a little bit of sort of something positive going dancing, you know, when you know when the sun goes down. Like I love that it creates such a such a great image, um, and great vocals. Singer, they're from, they're out of, I'm pretty sure they're out of New York City. Um, great vocals, great lyrics too, real clever, really kind of um, funny, very Morrissey-esque in the, in the in the sense of sense of humor that's underlining in it. Um, this song, it's it's beautiful. There's a part in the middle where I think it's just like a ukulele guitar, and he says, uh, "Maybe it's you. You know your eyes are awful blue. Maybe it's more. Maybe you're all I ever." Maybe blah, let me start that over. That really blah, 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 blah. all right. Let me start it over. Ready? Maybe it's you. You know your eyes are awful blue. Maybe it's more. Maybe you're all I've ever waited for. After all these endless nights, when I wish I stood, when I wish I could still cry. That that last part's a little whatever, but the first part. Maybe it's you. You know your eyes are awful blue. So I have blue eyes. That could be me. You know what I'm saying? That could be me. <laughs> I don't know, and it's it's a really cool part of the song because the music cuts out. It's just him and the ukulele. So check that out. It's called um, When the Sun or the Sun Goes Down and the World Goes Dancing. Again, it's the Magnetic Fields on 69 Love Songs, which happens to be 69 love songs, literally 69 songs. So, yeah, check that out. Really, really good song. So my next song, I decided to go a little over the 420 theme of this fucking uh, of this episode, and I chose Sublime. 
The song is called April 29th, 1992, Miami. And I don't know if you're familiar with the song. It starts out with like a phone call from this from this guy. Um, he's like a dispatcher talking about some market that's getting vandalized and burned up and stuff. And the song is pretty much about the L.A. riots um, from 92. Um, and it's, it's a great Sublime song. It's on their self-titled album. Um, I mean, just even the beginning part with that dispatcher like it's so iconic to me to the point of i i like he mentions this 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 market called ons junior market ons junior market and it's just it's so crazy you listen to a song so much you're a fan of a band and you you know you just these like these little nuances that like stay with you um and you know i don't know if you've i've mentioned this before my on the podcast i'm a big fan of dates if you date something and you give it to me, I'm a big fan of it. I'm a big fan of naming songs and poems, dates and numbers and shit like that. So this is right up my alley. Um, another thing I, I love about the song, great flow of the song. Like almost like he's like rhyming through the song. Really easy to vibe with, great lyrics. Really, you know, as I said, really dope rhyming. 187 on the motherfucking cop. Um, and then there's a part of the song where he lists like all these cities and states and shit. And some of these places, when I first heard this back in the 90s, I, I had never heard of Tuscaloosa, Alabama, ever. Like, ever. And until this song. And it's crazy. Later on in life, I hear about Tuscaloosa, Alabama because of uh, the Alabama uh, Crimson Tide, the, the college football, fans of football, all this shit. So just, just kind of crazy. But, yeah, he, like in the song, they go through all these all these cities and shit and just like he said cleveland ohio so it's like just the way he says each city and state it's it's so like distinct it's probably one of the best parts of the song and just a great fucking song you know a great song doesn't necessarily have to do with marijuana but you know sublime the whole marijuana thing it's it's all built in um great song and I figured since this podcast likely, once it's all fucking approved and all that pepperoni, will be available on April 29th, fucking 2020. So yeah, so check out this song. It's called April 29th, 1992, Miami. It's on Sublime's self-titled. Again, great fucking song. You're fucking going to love it. All right, so I'm going to share a couple poems. You know, I wrote, I haven't been writing too often, or too much lately which kind of sucks maybe that's part of my uh, my depression i'm not i haven't been on top of it uh but i did write a, a poem here and there recently small shit just like real small haiku and stuff but captured a moment and made me smile so i'm going to share them with you all right here goes old timey car sunday 1:50 p.m my dog and i Next one is, hey, I miss you. That is all. And lastly, last one I have is, that I love my dog sometimes is all I can handle in a moment's time. So just to break these down a little bit, that last one, you know, we got anxiety, all this shit going on, and all these things, and pressure, and pepperoni, all this wild shit. I just take a deep breath and realize, hey, that I love my dog who's sitting right next to me. Sometimes is all I can handle. In a moment's time, like in 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 a you know in a flash of time, like in a moment's time, 
you know, that I love my dog. I have love. I actually do, everybody. I experience it with my, and here I am with my dog. I love my dog. And that's sometimes all I can handle in a moment's time. Like, I don't know, I just thought that was really cool. And then the one before that, hey, I miss you. That is all. That one maybe is a little personal, maybe going out to somebody, but I like it because it's, again, so simple. You know, hey, get their attention. I miss you. That is all. Something simple. You're not going, you know, expanding upon things, going really deep. You're just, you're stating a fact. I just, I just love that one, honestly. I really do. And sometimes hearing someone say, I miss you, like to me is someone sometimes more powerful than I love you. I don't know, maybe it's just me and my crazy brain or all this cannabis, but just that you're missed. Like, you miss me? You know, like, you can miss someone, you know, and they're still here, but you just miss them from, like, you know, time to time or whatever the interval is. And to know that someone misses me, like, I come across their stream of consciousness and they go, I miss that motherfucker. That's pretty cool. So... That's kind of where I'm going with that. And this one, I literally saw an old-timey car. It was Sunday around 1.50. I was with my dog. We were driving around. My dog and I. Simple shit. But capturing a moment, bringing you guys into that moment with me and my dog. On Sunday at 1.50 p.m. with the old-timey car. All right, everyone. That's all my crazy fucking marijuana-induced poetry and pepperoni and shit. Just want to say thanks again for chilling with me, me motherfucker. You know, I'm going through all this shit in my life. I'm trying to trying to get shit together. Here I am, like, trying to share some shit, stay creative with the podcast. And I'm still going to be doing it, guys, okay? Even if I take off some time, I'm still going to be doing it. I'm active on Instagram at Podcast True Blue and on Twitter. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm staying in it, and it feels real good to record tonight. Fucking A, it feels real good. So, again, thanks, everyone. I hope you're staying safe out there. I hope you're eating a pizza. hope you're not taking tons of pictures with you wearing your fucking mask, thinking you're hot shit, and that you want to be like everyone else. Hey, everyone, look at me. Fuck that. But anyway, seriously, keep it positive. I hope everyone's doing good. hope everyone's having a good night. I'm going to take a hit of some cannabis here that I bought today um, just to kind of go with the theme here, you know what I'm saying? And I hope you guys have a fucking awesome night. God bless everyone. (laughs) When I'm on the phone with my mom and I cough like that, she goes, take a drink of water. She's cool with me smoking weed, but she's still, I don't know. Take a drink of water. Take a drink of water.